What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I Welcome back to the Why Network, where we interview every job occupation A through Z from the trash man to the CEO and ask them why and how they started doing what they're doing so that you could find your dream job too. And today we have a very special guest. Um, it is career coaching week, guys. So we're going to have career coaches um, all week, I think either two or three. And we're going to um, we're going to go ahead and give you guys the professional advice from these career coaches who have been doing this professionally for individuals for a very long time. So today I have with me Miss Cecilia Deal. She has been a corporate recruiter for over 10 years and she has been bouncing around here and there in the corporate world. But now she is a corporate. I'm sorry, a career coach. And she has a lot to share with us today. So, uh, Cecilia, I know I missed out on a lot. Can you fill in a little bit of those gaps that I missed out on in that introduction? Sure, Kojo. Thanks for having me, and I'm really happy to be here. So um, I have been a career coach um, now for quite a few years. Um, I actually have um, – I started out as a corporate recruiter, moved into um, database administration, process development, project management, and then back into corporate recruiting. Um, and so my last stint as a corporate recruiter has been over 10 years um, and then I've been career coaching since 2003, partly as a side business and then more recently full time. Um, I'm also an author and a speaker. OK, great, great, great. So, um, I mean, how did this even come about for you? So like being a uh, corporate recruiter, like what was the first even was that your first um, shot at, you know, career or was how, how did that come about? Yeah, so career coach or excuse me, corporate recruiting was my first shot at HR because I thought I wanted to go into the HR field and I landed a position with IBM um, and it was originally an internship that they turned into a regular full-time position. Mm -hmm. And so that was my introductory to HR and recruiting um, and I loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, it was fantastic. Um, and the more that I got to know the HR and recruiting world, the more that I enjoyed it. But then I also found myself doing more to um, support the candidates that were coming in and giving them some career advice. Mm -hmm. And then I had a ton of friends who would call me about career advice um, on what kind of position to go after and something that they were passionate or excited about or something that fit their skill set um, at least. And that kind of led to career coaching. And when I, when I kind of stumbled upon career coaching as a career mm -hmm. and found out that it, there was something out there that actually existed that was exactly what I was doing anyway, it was a no-brainer. Okay. So. Okay. So, uh, I mean, like, so what was that like? What was, what was it inside of you? Like, so when you were a kid, you know, maybe high school age and you were coming up, like, what was it about, um, even uh, corporate recruiting that, you know, you liked so much that you were like, okay, I want to, this is the path I want to take. I just don't know exactly what it is, but I, I know that this is something I want to do. You know, for me, it was just, I always had a passion and an interest in figuring out how things worked and finding ways to get answers for the people around me. So whether those were friends or neighbors, uh, it just seemed like I was the person that 
they would always come to for some sort of answer. And if I didn't know the answer, I'd go find out what the answer was. Mm. And that kind of led into, um, you know, this passion or this excitement about what people were doing with their lives. And that's how it led into, I thought recruiting was going to be the path for me when I finally did get to college, but I didn't actually make that decision to go into HR until I was in my third year of college. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, um, what is it? I mean, what, so, I mean, you have 10 plus years of corporate recruiting experience and you have, um, of course you're a career coach now. So what is the number one misconception that you see from people who are trying to find the right career and are, you know, kind of lost, but what is like, what is that one thing that people always make that mistake? Like, what is it? Um, I think the thing that I see people where I see people make a mistake is in thinking that they can't find something that they'll enjoy. Sometimes you kind of have to look beyond what is considered normal positions. Um, I tell, I happen to tell a lot of my clients, stop looking at job descriptions or job titles, excuse me, stop looking at job titles and start looking at job descriptions. Mm -hmm. Mainly because a lot of corporations or companies will have different titles for similar roles. Mm -hmm. And so if you're always looking for a job title and trying to pigeonhole yourself in there um, into a job title, it might be difficult for you to find something you're really going to enjoy. But if you open yourself up to looking at um, what's in the job description, then you're much more likely to be able to find something that you're excited about being where you're excited about being there. Okay. All right. So let's say that you're talking to a high school student. Uh, about to graduate, let's say you're talking to a college student, first year of college, but you know hasn't picked a major because they just don't know what they want to do. Um, just or somebody just in general, maybe they already graduated and you know they got their degree, but they realize that that degree is not something they actually want to do, and they want to move on to something that they do want to do. They just don't know even know where to start. Where should they start? I'd say look at the things you do naturally. So if you uh, find yourself gaming a lot, but it wasn't a career that you pursued, um, then look there. Um, if you happen to be a person that creates community among the people that you're with, then look at something that is more social related. Um, if you happen to be the person that tells everybody about the parties, then maybe publicity is something that would be a good career for you to move into. So I'd say look at the things that you automatically do naturally that you get excited about and start there. Okay, so for the people who are really like um, maybe just on the cups of it and are like they know maybe what industry they want to do or like so let's say I'm good at uh, writing. Let's say I'm really good at writing, for example, um, and I just don't know how to like, like what I want to apply to. Maybe I want to be an author. Maybe I want to be an editor. Maybe I want to be an English teacher. Like, how do you, how do they go about that if they know their skill, uh, but they just want to, you know, like figure out exactly what it is? Honestly, I would go out and do the old school thing, which is um, I would start uh, reaching out to other um, folks who are currently writer, writers, editors, or um 
what was the other profession? Writers, editors, uh, English teacher. English teachers. I would, I would go to them and ask them what their typical day is like. Ask if you can just ask them about their position and what they like or don't like about it um, as a way to get yourself familiar with what that role might entail. And then you can kind of assess whether or not that's something you're going to have an interest in. Um, they can also tell you kind of how they got their job, which um, can be a really difficult thing for somebody coming new into the job market is figuring out how to find those positions or how to land those positions. And those people who are already there can kind of help you know how to get there. And I know a great resource um, to, you know, get advice from people who are already doing it. This podcast called Why Network is like a yes, really good, <laughs> really good resource for that. Um, but let me go ahead. Let, let's talk about the passion word, because um, that word gets thrown around like, you know, oh, like nobody's business. So oh, yes. let's go ahead and talk about the word passion. Um, what is does passion matter for a job? I know we were talking about it just before we, uh, you know, uh, got on the phone with this interview. But we were talking about a little bit about the, you know, um, does your career have to have like, do you have to be passionate about your career? So can we talk about that? Do you have to be passionate about your career in order to be, you know, um, successful in it? I don't think so. Um, but I define passion a little bit differently. Um, you know, like you said, uh, passion has been thrown a word that's been thrown around a lot. Mm -hmm. And the way I look at it is you want to, um, passion to me is just the things that you kind of get excited about mm -hmm. or the things that you do that you find joy in. So if you can be excited about something and joyful about something, um, now that might change later on in your career. You find, find some new way to do something different um, and you're still excited and, and joyful about that. Then I think you can pursue that at a different time. But um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you have to have passion about the job that you're doing, but I think you should still find some level of joy and excitement about what you're doing. And I think that's very possible, especially in today's economy. Okay. Let's talk about the right fit. Cause, um, now one of my first interviews was actually an English teacher and he was telling me, you know, um, English teacher, like he knew he wanted to be an English teacher, but one of the first jobs he got was just not the right fit, whether it was at a private school or something, but it just wasn't the right fit. Um, the position he holds today was the right fit, but he knew it was the right industry, but it was the wrong work environment. So let's talk about work, the importance of uh, having the right work environment around you. Um, is like, what are, what are the uh, do's and don'ts of a work environment? Um, do you think? So I think, um, I think there's a, a like I said, three or four elements that you want to look for, especially when you're in the interview. Um, and these are like questions that you can ask the interviewer about what their community's like, what it's like working with the people that they work with, what the company itself stands for. Um, so I think there's to be really happy in the work that you're doing. There's, um, there's the work environment, which to me is, um, the kind of culture that the company is mm -hmm. or has. Then there's um, your talents and gifts. Those are the things that you kind of do naturally or that you do really, really well. Mm -hmm. There's, um, you know, things that you're excited about doing. Um, there's also like the personalities of the individuals mm -hmm. who are there. 
So, um, and then there's how you're supported. So those, again, those are really good questions to start asking. Um, so like if I wanted to find out how I was supported by my manager, like is my manager going to be somebody who can back me up if I get into a tight spot? Are they going to be somebody who's going to allow me to make mistakes as I grow and learn? Um, are they going to micromanage me? Are they kind of a hands-off leader? Um, those are the things you're going to want to kind of find out. Um, and I think they really make or break what I consider a good or bad position or a good fit for you. So you may... You know, I think many of us have been in positions that we we know we like doing the general work, but we don't like the environment that we're in or the people that we work for or the culture overall. Okay, so for somebody who I mean, for for me, so actually, no, let's let's stay on the the topic of um, because you were you were touching on personality types and all that. Um now there's this uh, real popular test now that called the, like the 16 personality test. Have you heard of the 16 personality test? I have, but I have not explored it. Okay, so um, now there's actually this book. So the, there's a book behind it, um, and most people just take the the 16 personality test online, and it's basically like um, it, it tests it tests your uh, introversion, extroversion, uh, feeling, sensing, judging, feeling, like all that all that good stuff. Uh, but there's a book behind it. It's called um, Do What You Are by, I think, Paul Tiger. And I hope I'm saying that right. But uh, Paul Tiger, Do What You Are. And um, basically, it breaks down those uh, all 16 of those personality types. And, you know, um, it gives you the best fit for the work environment that you would be best fit for. So if you're an extrovert and you um, are more of an active person, you might want to off, you might not want an office job that you're just sitting down in a cubicle all day, not talking or interacting with anybody. Um, so That's extremely good point. Yeah. So um, do what you are is a really good book, but book wise or even uh, anything wise, like what is a good resource for somebody who is trying to you know, figure out the career, the career um, code? You know, um, there's, you used to talk about the 16 personality test. Um, there's another one called the Myers-Briggs mm-hmm. test, and that one tends to be really good. I personally am an IN, INFJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that particular moniker has um, a set of, you know, information about what kind of personality I am. Um, yeah, I and I, INFJ, that's exactly what I'm talking about with the, um, yeah. the, uh, do what you, do what you are. That's like exact INFJ. I think I'm an ENFP or something like that. Um, uh, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, like, it actually breaks down, you know, exactly what you are and, like, it recommends you what you would actually be good at in the work. Um, industry and what industry you would be good in and what, you know, so these are really good resources, but uh, go ahead and continue on. So, well, I'd say that, that in itself, I think was really eye opening when I personally did it and it helped me, it helped me kind of navigate what kind of environment that I wanted to be in. So did I want to be at a desk job? Did I want to be behind a computer? Did I want to be communicating with more people? And if so, how? Um, So I think like you said, that that's a, a really strong resource. Um, there's, I'm just trying to think of, because I'm racking my brain and I can't think of anything else, but I know I've really liked a lot of stuff from Brene Brown, which talks about being, basically she's talking about vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also, in a sense, talking about how to be yourself. 
in your environment, okay. um, which is, I think is another really good piece to know um, as you're going into to find work because you want to be able to be yourself in your organization, wh- whoever you're going to be working for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's really key. Okay. Um, the let's talk about let's talk about college. Um, I think that's a really big topic of discussion nowadays, and especially on this podcast, um, we talk about college a lot. Um, and especially I ask, um, one of the questions, one of the seven questions I keep consistent is, uh, for every job that comes on the, the podcast, I ask, do, did grades matter for the, the success in your career? Um, and I think it's a really important question to get the answer to because, um, you get, I, I get a lot of mixed results, but, um, like college. So what is your take on college and what do you think, um, how do you think people should go about it? Do you think it's worth it? Do you think it's like, what's your take? Wow. That's a really good question. So college for me was really important. Like I said earlier, I didn't know what I was going to do or where I was going to focus until I was in my third year in college. So I just made sure I went. So I I took my first two years and got rid of as many general education credits as I possibly could. Mm -hmm. And then I chose a major based on what I was excited about learning about, and I didn't worry about whether or not it was going to set me up for my profession. Mm-hmm. Um, it ultimately did, which was great, but um, but that's not how I chose it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that the grades mattered in the sense that my learning about the things that I learned about in college, um, the lessons and stuff through class and the projects and things that I did in class helped me to learn how to work with people. It helped me learn how to problem solve. It helped me learn some basics for my profession. Um, and I'd say if you don't at least have the ability to do that, then, um, you know, it can be really hard to make it out there in the real world. And that's the reason that I think going to college is really important. Um, you know, I know a lot of people who go to college like to be an engineer and then don't pursue that at all as a profession. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of my good friends is a software engineer and he started out, um, he went to college for accounting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, two totally what you consider two divergent um professions, but, um, but the process of learning and problem solving and everything were really helpful for him in the work that he does now. And I would say the same for myself. So yes, I think college and grades are really, really important. Um, do I think everybody has to do that to be successful? No, I think there are some people out there where, um, college really isn't the gig for them mm-hmm. and they need some other way to learn and, and build success. But for me, college was really important. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. I mean, my take is, my take is the completely the opposite, um, as you probably know, but we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. The, um, so a- after everything that's been said, like, what is the one thing, like, what's the one takeaway? What's the one piece of advice that you could give? to everybody listening out there um, that's trying to find the right career for them? Like, what is that one piece of advice from you? I'd say take some time to really explore what you are excited about and what you're gifted at doing and find a way to integrate that into your work if you can. Perfect. 
Perfect. And Miss Cecilia, I know you have like, uh, so you're an author. Yes. So I know you have a book for my listeners that they, they can really uh, get their heads on and like grab into, put their put their teeth in. What 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 is any websites, any book, any any anything for them? There's a book called Life Coach that I was recently uh, one of 22 authors mm-hmm. um, who uh, published in this particular book that is about helping people improve their life in general. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think I'm chapter four or chapter five. I can't remember. Okay, okay. Um, but, but Life Coach is available on Amazon. It's available as a Kindle download and it's also available um, in paperback. Perfect. Any website, any anything that uh, people can like reach out to you on and um, get to yeah. you? Yeah, you can reach me at findingwana.com and it's F-I-N-D-I-N-G-W-A-N-N-A.com. Perfect. And everything, all this is going to be in the show notes and the description below. So all you guys, make sure to check out Miss Cecilia Deal. Um, an excellent, excellent interview today. She, um, again, we're, this is part one of Career Coach Week. So we're going to give you um, all great advice from people who do this professionally and who are trying to get you on the right track. So thank you guys for listening and talk to you guys soon. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube, iTunes podcast, SoundCloud, and Google Play channels at YI Network. And make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at YI Network. That's Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all that. And if you or somebody you know loves their job and would like to inspire others too, make sure to email me at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you guys soon.